0: In the name the Father, Son and so Spirit, we can them. Let us start our next book with the second book, with Zechariah chapter two please. Zechariah chapter two. And we'll read from verse one to five. And again before we start, just a brief story about Zechariah. Zechariah prophesied nearly in the year five hundred and twenty before Christ and he was prophesying to encourage Israelites Israel to start rebuilding the temple The temple, they started to build in 538 before Christ and then they stopped and now they need more encouragement, so God has sent Zechariah and to encourage people to build Some of them were still living in the land of captivity in Babylon and now Zachariah is talking to them Read from verse 1. Then I raised my eyes and looked, and behold, a man with a measuring line in his hand. So I said, Where are you going? And he said to me, To measure Jerusalem to see what is its width and what is its length. And there was an angel who talked with me going out, and another angel was coming out to meet him. Who said to him, Run, speak to this young man, saying, Jerusalem shall be inhabited as towns without walls, because of the multitude of men and livestock in it. For I say, for I say the Lord, will be a wall of fire all around here, and there'll be the glory in Jerusalem, verse 4, shall be inhabited as towns without walls because of the multitude of men, a life is on the Sometimes we hear that God is calling us to repent. God is calling us to come back to Him. I feel it's too hard. And it might be true and real for anyone, but not me. Those people were taken into captivity for 70 years. At that time it was nearly 66 years. There is no way to come back again to our land. Because we can't. God knows your weakness and adores your weakness. You can't. But isn't you today come because I can? And here what He's going to do? Jerusalem which is totally destroyed will be a city Inhabited inhabited as towns without walls, because of the multitude of men alive stuck in it. And the greatest thing is, for I say the Lord will be a wall of fire all around here, if you are saying, I can't stop it. If I will stop it, I will lose a lot. Is telling you and me, now ma, I am with protection, a wall of fire around you. If you feel that, And you say, and the devil is telling you, what is inside you is corruption, he's telling you, no. Now, and I will be the glory in your midst. This is just to clear our minds before we start, that now I'm not relying on my own strength. Yes, I was a church or a church poor for years. Yes, I adopted these idols, and now many idols in my life. I'm worshiping another god, and I'm giving my back to the Lord. But don't rely on your weakness. He knows your weakness. That's why He came incarnated to empower you once more. What we would like to discuss in our second talk is to see the reality of my calling. Who am I in Christ? What I received in day one when the church baptized me. Maybe I lost part of it or all of it. Still, this is my own personal calling. دي نقول النهاردة او الحمار من التعني نلخص بسرعة. طب لو أنا النهاردة جاي من لخبط وشايف إن ليش فايدة. وأهو عملت قايدة صحيحة عملت أصناوات كل داوة. لسه في رجاء لو بقى لي ستة وسبعين سنة أو ستة وستين سنة آسف. دي شعب الله في وقت كتابة سفة زكريا ما ست يقول لي لا تلعش. دي لأنه المشكلة أو الشطارة مش فيك. في المجد هي يسكن في اللي هو المسيح نفسه أشطرف الصور اللي يبقى حولك اللي هو الصور من النار من حولها مثل ما قال كده في أربعة وخمسة وقال له الإجري وبكل إزازة كان أعراء تسكن الشريم من قسرة الناس والبهائم فيها والشريم الحياتي بحياتك ما كانش فيها أي فَرُوسَ فاش فيه الله بيها هتعملي بثمار ما لهاش عدد هيبقى مدينة بلا سور كل يوم تمتلئ في كل الاتجاهات وانا اقول الرب كلها صور من حولها واكون مجدا في وسطها بياكد لي كده ان الملك اللي جوه في سكنه الله فينا لو تفتكروا الايه المشهورة قوي بتاع يوحنا 14 23 سيد المسيح بيقول ايه أنت أحباً أحد، أحفظ كلام في بعضينا. فلأني أنا والآب ونصنع عندهم منزلة. <تصفيق> يعني إيه يعني الآب والابن يعملوا بيت إسمه إيه؟ إسمه فلان وفلاناً. ويقول إسرعينا أنتم هكذا الله أروح الله ساكن فيكم. فلنسل 16. طب يعني إيه؟ ده الآب والابن أروحكم تصعروا بيت إسمه فلان أو إسمه فلاناً. طب نشوف كده بيت سمع بقى كل واحد منا مدعو ان يكون سمع ده الانسان الجديد دي اللي اللي ينفعش اقللها او اسمح لابليس اني اصحى في حياتي تحت اي مسمى في اي وقت فالكنيسه بتقول لي ان من اليوم الاول ان ساعدك عملت سما بيت انسان سماوي بقى في الفيديوهات العشرين لان سيرتنا نحن هي السماويات اللي شافوا ابليس عمل ايه غار مننا عايز ارجعني ارض تاني ووصف فينا ووصف نحن ووصف على كل ما هو ارضي ومؤكد. مش عايز اطلعي على السماء <تصفيق> وعلى الابديه حسب دعوتي اللي اشارككم بيهم نبضه ثلاث نقط صغيرين ازاي الانسان الجديد في المسيح بحسب دعوه الله وانت بحاجه مهمه اوي اللي يخليني تشيرش جوار a church, what makes me a church and not a Christian. One of the main reasons when I use different glasses. There is a certain glass, the word of God, the truth, the absolute truth, through which I can see my reality and his reality. But unfortunately the world is borrowing us or giving us or enforcing on us his own glasses. So I see everything is dark. I see that I am insignificant. I am not accepted by anyone. I am not secured. This is the glasses of the world. Today we are going to keep our own divine glasses, through which I can see my own reality and His reality. So we talk mainly now about who I am. Who am I in Christ? With His own glasses. So let us first pick up the and then we'll see ourselves. If you open with me the Gospel of St. John and chapter 17 and verse 23, the very famous chapter, the last prayer of our Lord. John 17 and verse 23. i in them and you in me that they may be made perfect in one which is the prayer of the son jesus christ to his heavenly father and that the world may know that you have sent me and you have loved them as you have loved me i'll just comment on the last three words If you imagine that Jesus is pointing towards the whole world and telling his heavenly Father, you have loved them as you love me. Do you believe that the Father is loving you personally as he loves his only begotten Son Jesus Christ? Same quality of love, same quantity of love, same eternal love. This is the eyes of God seeing you and me. And his name, he said in John 6.14, I am that truth. What he saying is that truth. Anything else is lies. And David in John 8.44, he is the father of all lies. And it's a choice, either to believe in that truth, it's a person, not just text, or to accept the lies of the father of all lies if you accept that truth you will live a very victorious life if you accept the lies you are going to be in the presence in the campus of the father of all lies so the first, first of all he is telling you I mean I love you as I love my only husband, son Jesus Christ himself he repeated again in John 16:22. he was saying for the Father Himself loves you. Again, it's the Son testifying to this sort of love. In Jeremiah 31.3, He is saying the same thing. I have loved you and eternal love. This is my relationship with Him. You can say easily, but I couldn't, I, couldn't, I can't hear it. It's up to you. But we base our relationship with Him not on feelings, but on facts, on that truth.
1: The truth says
0: He loves you and me eternally. The truth says that He is going to show us His love on the cross. And to see that the cross was personally done for you, for everyone. Saint Paul says in Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 9, For He tasted death for the whole world? No, for everyone. He tasted this for everyone. Yes, he died for the whole world. That's why Father Anthony Konyaris, in his very famous book, God and You Person to Person, chapter 9, was asking a question Is Christ a personal savior or a cosmological savior? The answer is both. He died for the whole world and for me personally. So what I would like to share with you now how I can see myself through these eyes of Christ. How he is assuring everyone of us, I love you and I love my only begotten son, Jesus Christ. So, let me take just a few verses with you. Let's open together. The very famous verse, John 1.12. We pray every day in the morning. Prayer. John 1.12. As many as received him to them, he gives the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. But you can easily say, I am baptized. Since day one, I am called to be his child. But he's asking you and me you are called to be a child, is your childhood effective? Are you living as a child of God? What is the sign? St. Paul says in Romans 8.14, Those who are led by the Spirit are the children of God. Who is leading your life? Is the Spirit of God? Is it that truth? Or lies from the mouth of the Father who lies? To know who am I in Christ, I am called to choose to be a son. I am called to be a son, but now it's my choice, a new choice. That's why the church is always using the word synergy. There is an offer of us. It's calling me, I, I I already love you as I love my only begotten son Jesus Christ. Would you like to join this family to be loved as such, to enjoy this love, or do you want to remain where you are? So the first thing God wants us to see in our life that we are accepted as children. But this childhood is going to be affected by your choice. Those who choose, as many as received Him. We have the right to be called the child to become the children of God. So sometimes I feel I'm not accepted by my parents. It doesn't matter how old you are. Still in your heart, you feel you are you, were or you are still rejected by your parents. But your Heavenly Father does not do it at all. You are always accepted to be a son. But you will never be enjoying this sonhood unless you choose to make it alive and real for yourself. On day one, when you are baptized, we will receive the full potential of a full sonhood. But maybe till today because I am a church goer. I am part-time child of God. There is no part-time. Is it full-time? All of none? That's why the commitment God wants us to see or to do today based on you are always my accepted child. Not less than that. So if I am his accepted child in John 15, 15. In John 15, 15, he is telling us something more. You are not only a child, you are not a servant anymore, but a friend and beloved. If God himself is telling you, you are my friend and you are my beloved, How, what sort of acceptance? Because our, our human acceptance is always based on something you are going to do. But He is loving us so without do doing anything. But when I am going to cooperate with His love, I am the one who is going to enjoy the fullness of this acceptance. Believe it or not, all of us have three basic needs, as some of the psychologists were saying. One of them is unconditional acceptance, which none of us go to all. But today Christ Himself is telling us, I'm going to offer you this unconditional acceptance. And it's you who is going to enjoy it more and more. But how come the Father is loving you personally the same quantity, quality, and eternally as He loves His only begotten Son Jesus Christ? Again, as we said many times, our theology, our church is Eucharistic. He is not going to see you by your own anymore. When you repent and confess your sins, and unite yourself with Christ on the Eucharist, you are not anymore alone. He sees you in His Son. And He cannot love His Son with less than what He offered eternally from the beginning. So He is telling you, you are accepted if you choose to be real, a living member in the body of my son jesus christ that's why you understand this in this way my confession is not a duty my repentance is not something good to do it is my new identity. i am living member of the body of christ i am receiving the full love of the father to the son jesus christ because i am not living away or out of the living member anymore living body anymore so all of us seeking acceptance, I'm accepted because I'm a child in a different level. I'm accepted because I am a beloved friend to Christ on a different level. And then in Romans 1, Saint Paul is telling us something really very joyful. Because I am a Christian, I'm living with an idol i feel this idol might lead me to be worshiping another god as we have seen in ezekiel chapter 8 so i feel guilty i feel i am a sinner so what christ came and he said so in luke chapter 5 verse 31 he came to call sinners to repentance If you can identify yourself as a sinner, then Christ came specially for you. But not to say sinner, but I don't know you now. Sinner, in need for the Savior. Now He came to save those who are lost. That's why the acceptance that Christ is offering to us is giving me this sense of peace. Romans 5:1. You can as we have been justified by faith we have peace with God are you missing your peace? because you don't feel you are accepted you have the right to come and to believe in what I have done on the cross that I have tested this for you personally and now you can enjoy the fullness of it now you can have peace with God those who are still church towards, they can sleep well they can feel the peace of God because they are not enjoying the fullness of this message, this faith that we are justified by the blood of the Lamb. Saint Paul says in First Corinthians chapter six and verse eleven something more amazing that we have been sanctified, washed, and justified by the blood of His Son. When? When we were baptized. But it's your turn to say, from now on, I'm going to enjoy this washing, justification, and sanctification. When you know that you are accepted as you are, but He will never leave you as you are. I'm coming to tell Him today, I am your Lazarus. And my stink is everywhere. I am coming to receive a word from you and the power is in his word there was no power for a man who is dead for four, years, four days but the word was that spoken word. word word of the Lord of the Lazarus, come out and He's calling me I am accepting you as a dead person with your strength but listen to my word come out I am able to raise you so the first thing that makes me a real believer is to see that I am accepted as a child, as a friend, as a beloved, as someone who is justified by the blood of His Son. In many occasions, the whole first chapter of St. Paul to the Ephesians is trying to confirm we are living members of the body of Christ. And then he tells me, what is your role in this body? Sometimes you, um, I have nothing to do with the church. I'm not a servant, I'm not a preacher, I'm not a Sunday school teacher. See, you are accepted as a living member. There is no dead members in the body of Christ. What is your role? How many times you try to approach Abuna or who is whoever is responsible for anything. What I can do? The church is full of needs, but not only preaching or teaching, there is a lot of things we can do. And he's telling me now, you are accepted to be a living, effective member of the body of Christ. And then he asked himself, if I am a goer and have a communion even once every two, three months, do I sense the reality of my living membership in the body of Christ as an accepted member? Christ will never tell anyone, don't come, don't have have this oneness with me. In the fraction of of St. Cyril the Great, we, we are saying, as you are one, we are talking to the Son, Jesus Christ, with the Father and the Holy Spirit, unite us with you to be one with you. What sort of glory, that we are called to be united in oneness, to have a divine life with the Holy Trinity. نقول حاجة شويه اول حاجة تخليني افرح والله ان انا لقي نفسي ان انا مقبول قبول غير مشروط كلنا في احتياج ان نحس اننا مقبولين بلا شروط وكلنا للاسف ما عرفناش ناخد ده في بيوتنا ولا في علاقاتنا ببعض ولا حتى ساعات في الكنيسه لقيت قدامي كده يقابلني شرط ما عملش كذا ولا كده المسيح مش بيدينا دعوه ان احنا نخطئ كما نشاء ولكن يقول انا قابلكم زي ما انتم بس مش هينفع اسيركم زي ما انتم ليه لانه هو اله كل نعمه ايه جميله جدا في بطرس الاولى خمسه عشر لنا ايه هو اله كل نعمه اسمه كده يسوع اسمه او يا الله الاب اسمه يعني اللي يعرف يدي كل حاجة ببلاش للي ما يستهيوش زي كده تبا دعم ليه وإله كل ما دعانا اللي عزمني عنده كل حاجة وملك الملوك ورب الأرباب وبيدي كل حاجة ببلاش وعزمني أنا دعانا دعانا إلى إيه إلى مجده الأبدي أصل داعي. انتو كرمتو في الدعوة هيديني على ايه؟ على كوبات شاي دعانا الى مجد الابدي في المسيح يسوع ده اللي ربنا دعيني علي النهاردة بيقولك لما اتيه انا قابلك على مائدة انا عايز ديك, ديك مجد الابدي في المسيح يسوع أقول له انا ميد وعفني ريحت طلعز يقولي انا الخالق وقيمك من الموت. أنا قابلك كده بس مش هخليك. مش هقبل أنك تبقى كده على طول. بس تعالي. عشان كده أنت الحقيقية في اللي دعايا. قلت له اثناء تقلمت وتبهدلت وتعدت وظروفي وفي مصر وهنا وهناك. قلت لا ايه. وإله كل دعمة. الذي دعانا إلى مجده في المسيحة سور. بعدما تألمتم يسيرا. أنا عارف أن أنتم في العالم ده في ألم. مش لأن أنتم وحشين، لكن أنتم في العالم الساقط، أنتم بتجنو نتيجة سقوط البشرية اللي عملها أبونا آدم ومنحه لكن أنا غير الوضع، قبلين الوضع الجديد، إله كل نعمة دعانا إلى مجده الأبدية، بعدما تقلقوا نفسي، فمتهم إيراد من كده أنه يقويكم، ويسبتكم ويمكنكم، طب انا مش قابل لك انا عارف انا اللي هاقويك وانا اللي هاثبتك وانا اللي هامكنك فاول دعوه او اول حاجه تعرفني او تفرحني اني اختار اكون مسيحي إن اعرف انه قابلني قابلني ابن يوحنا واحد اثنى عشر قابلني صديق وحبيب يوحنا خمسه عشر قابلني انسان يبرره ايمانه بالمسيح في رميه خمسه واحد وقابلني كمان زي ما قلنا من شوية انه مش بيقبلني حتى حبه حت بس يقول مش هينفع تبقى انت ابني واسيبك متوسخ تصير مش لطيف لان ظوري اني اخلق كل يوم اخلق فيك فكر جديد وقلب جديد ومشاعر جديده ومش كده وبس انا كمان اخلق فيك ماضي جديد ساعات من ابقاش مثل اول خالص بعترف هو بناول بعترف وبطوب ليه لأن الله قادر يعيد كتابة ماضية. سامريه لما قبلت المسيح كتبت ماضي جديد. أغسطينوس لما عرف المسيح كتب ماضي جديد. لما كتب حتى اعترافاته يقول كده كنت أخشى من عدم فعل الشر بوقاحة. يتكسف مبقاش وقاحة. طب ودلوقتي أغسطينوس مات. اللي موجود دلوقتي المسيح المسيار اغسطينس وا كل واحد فينا كل واحد واحد فينا كل واحده لما اخرج من اعترافي يبقى فلان ده دي او فلان ده الماجي امال مين دلوقتي اوستينس المسيح المسيار اغسطينوس عشان كده قبول الله لي او وجودي شايف ان الله قبلني مش معكن انا هكمل في الخطيئة اذهبي ادعي زوجك لازم هتتوبي in mahadar al-ilah, uh, al In Colossians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10 And he repeats the same thing in Colossians chapter 1 and verse 28 Christ is accepting me because he is going to complete my weakness How we can understand this? If you imagine that, for a minute, compare your own sin of today only, and with what has Adam and Eve did it on the paradise. They disobeyed once, and they ate the fruit, the forbidden fruit. How many times we do it every day? Because sometimes I feel I'm not so simple because I'm not doing something big My sins are. Al-Aid, normal life. If you compare them with the one sin that Adam and Eve did, you deserve to be out of paradise. And no place for, in the paradise for a sinner. But the joy that came after that, that Jesus on the cross said, it is finished. It's completed. That is like All what is missing from you, I have done on your behalf. But come. Come and repent. And then all what is missing from you, if you you got 10% only in the commandments, it's not 100% because I have completed for you. But if you are not coming and you believe that you are getting 99% you are a failure because you need the 100% to go back to the podcast and so on. I am accepted with my weakness but He is not going to beat me in my weakness. That's why my decision to follow him is irrevocable, but it will never make me sinless. But I have decided to follow Jesus as a son you may know. Why? In Hebrews chapter 10, sorry. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 10. St. Paul is telling us, your calling is to be partakers of his holiness. Do you believe that? God is calling you to be a partaker of His Holiness. And don't lower the standard. He is not going to lower his standard. And He is inviting you again. Don't lower my standard. I am calling you to live to the standard of my Holiness. What a joy. I am accepting you as sinful as you are, but I am calling you to share, to partake in My Holiness. When the Lord said, be holy because I am holy, He was not just telling a nice word. He believes that the power of His word, when He is telling me, be holy, I am able to be holy because of the power of His word, not because of my weakness. But the devil is always the opposite. Look to yourself, what you have done yesterday, how many times you try to get out of it and you fail? It is. Yes. But when I look to myself, I am a failure. When I look to the power that is given to me from Him, it's something different. But it's really amazing to see how His power goes working with me when you go to 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 3. You will aim. For His divine power has given us everything that pertains to life and goodness. لان قدرات الالهيه قد وهبت لنا كل ما هو للحياه والتقوى مش ناقصنا حاجه قول ما انا معنديش يقولي انا عارف ان عشان كده انا اللي هديك هديك من قدرات الالهيه قد وهبت لنا كل شيء كل ما هو للحياه والتقوى يقولي كده جاي يقول ده هتاخد ايه له مش عارف طب الصلي ايه كله عشان ربنا يعدلك ايه قل له فين الضعف اللي فين وصدق ان هو جاي ان قدرته الايه قد وهب لنا كل ما هو بالحياه الضاقه اي اربع اي ايه لكي نكون شركاء في الطبيعة هي هاربين من الفساد الذي في العالم كثير قوي عليا ما ينفعش ابقى شركاء طبيعه الفساد الذي في العالم ترمق طب ليه انا اكسبت ان هو بيقول لي انا هديك اللي مش عندك مش كده كبير قوي لأنني جاء الله عنف محتاج إيه؟ ولا يقول له أنا ما عنديش وانت بتديش افتكرون إلى كل نعمة دعانا إلى المجد الأبدي 2nd Peter 1.3 For his divine power has given us everything that pertains to life and goodness. This is what makes me accepted with my own weakness but I will never remain in it anymore. That's why the repentance in the church from being a churchian into a true Christian, it means I am redirected myself. I was walking in the wrong direction and now I'm turning back to God once more. Maybe I'm still in the same point. I was walking like this, and I turned back. But I'm still at the same point. But he would never leave me in the same point. Why? Because he is giving me his divine power, which gives me everything that pertains to life and goodness. So the first thing I'm accepted as I am. But he will never leave me where I am. The second thing is I am secured. Whoever is always attack us, whatever you are going to do, you are going to feel against so there is no hope. But we bring in the midnight praise or midnight prayer. Do not be afraid or the because the Father pleased to give you his kingdom. He just came to give us, to restore the lost kingdom. So never lose hope. He came to give it to us. That's why St. Paul says, Romans 8 1. You will end. Now, therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I am not insecure. I am secure because there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Who walks according to the Spirit, not according to the flesh. What does it mean again? Remember what we started with. If I choose to be in Christ, repenting, confessing my sins, uniting myself with Christ in the Eucharist, then the Father, when He looks at me, I am not alone. He sees His Son, and the Father is not going to condemn His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. I am hiding myself in Him. That's why, that's why i saying He is my hiding place. In each and every liturgy, I am hiding myself in Him and I am enjoying His security I am not going to be condemned But what we did today in the Pauline epistle, that He appointed a day to judge everyone according to His deeds Yes, To stand before the judge is a condemnation or a day of judgment But to be in Christ now therefore there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus It's your choice to be condemned or to be with those who have no condemnation then the devil will come and trying to trap us from the verse, because the second half of the verse is saying for those who are walking according to the spirit not according to the flesh, I am still walking in the flesh He's telling me, be watchful if you choose to be in Christ repenting, confessing, united himself with the Lord in the Eucharist and you enjoy that there is no condemnation, you will find yourself compelled. You can't walk on the flesh but on the spirit. That's why the second half is not a condition, it's a consequence, a result of having the new status. I am secure because I am in Christ. Does it mean that I am sinless or I am assured of my salvation? No. I am assured of the way. And I am assured that I am walking in the right direction. Saint Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 12, If you are standing, take heed, you might fall. That's why I am assured of the way, not of myself. And he repeats again in Philippians chapter 2 verse 14, Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Be careful, but be sure of the way. And Paul says in First Corinthians chapter 9 from verse 22 till the end of the chapter that I am not like someone who is fighting the air or striking the air why? because I know where I am going I am pursuing a right goal I am walking up Behind or in front of me, the whole choir of the saints of the church for 2,000 years, fully assured of the way. But all of them were working out in salvation, was fear and trembling, till the last moment of his life. So first of all, I am accepted as I am, and he is not going to meet me where I am. Second thing, I am secured in him. Let me share with you a few verses from John chapter 10 and verses 27 to verse 30. John 10, 27 He said, if you are still not able to see yourself secured, listen to that truth, the word of Christ himself. My sheep hears my voice, hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. There is a choice of obedience. When I hear his voice, I am going to follow him. What are you going to do for those who are obedient to And I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. I know that you are mortal. But I am going to give you eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. I am weak and I know that the devil is going to trap me. He can't. Why? My father who has given them to me is greater than all. It's not your power. It's not the power of the enemy. It is the power of my father. Why? Because you choose to be obedient. My sheep hears my voice and follow me. And no one is able to snatch them out of my hand, of father's hand. I and my father are one and now I can say I with the son are one I am united with him in the Eucharist then all this security in him is mine that's why to be a churchian is a loss to come to church and not going home with such security it's a joke the devil unfortunately is mocking and laughing at us but you are here to recommit ourselves to Him. So from now on, I am going to be your son, and your son alone, fully accepted in you, despite my weakness, my sins, and I am sure that your divine power is working on me, not to leave me in the same position as more. And I am also secured because you are going to do something different in my life. The Father is not, is not going to see me alone anymore. He is only seeing me in you, accepted with no condemnation. And no one can snatch me from your hand because your Father is greater than anyone else. In Philippians 3.20, as we shared a few minutes ago, For our citizenship is in heaven, I am not earthly anymore. The earthly will remain earthly. 2.10 Origin, in his commentary on, I think of the book of Jeremiah, was seeing an image of a human being, who is going to be buried, even I'm sure you have seen it many times in the TV, when they bury someone here in the West, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, said no, those who are in Christ, are secured in Christ, born again of water and spirit, living a life of repentance, and that His divine power has given them everything that pertains to life and goodness. We hear something different. You are heavenly and back to heaven. Would you like to hear it from now, or you would like to postpone it again to, to remain churchian, but not able to say I'm heavenly, going back to heaven. In the second part. I am secure, not because of anything good in me, because He is securing my life. He is calling me a child, but not a normal child. A child hidden in His Son, Jesus Christ. Don't rely on your own past, on your own weaknesses, on your own record of failure, because Christ is able to secure my past, and to give me a new present, new past, new future. Anything in the any religion, they might promise you for a good present, or a good future, but only Jesus is assuring you and me of a new past, reality according to His world, that makes me acceptable, secured before God the Father. The same thing, not to be too long, I am significant. Sometimes I feel it's okay if he's accepting me, because he's a good father, he's securing me fine, but I'm of no use. Either in my family, or in the church, or anywhere. But he's telling me you are very significant in your life, and in the kingdom of God. Let me share with you one verse from John fifteen five. John fifteen five. We say it every day in the third hour. I am the vine, you are the branches, he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. He is expecting fruits from you. Are you a source of it? No. He is going to give you His life. If you imagine a, a vine? And the vine itself is Christ. The branches is every member. And then the fruits in each member. He wants to use you for his kingdom. His richness will never be seen except in his children. We'll never see any God is showing his hand from heaven and full of jewelry no. But he will see his richness in his sons and his daughters. When we see that he is calling us to be significant, we are sharing with him in his creation. When he created Adam and Eve, he made Adam to have dominion over the whole creation and that's why in the liturgy when you are praying you are praying to the animals, or plants, or everything why? man is the priest of the whole creation you are very significant in the church and he is seeing you as a, a, someone who is bearing fruit for the kingdom but why is the Chrysostom was saying something very good? Saying, yes, all of us know that if I have something against my brother, I can leave my sacrifice and go and reconcile with him. He said, no. If you used to come to church and you see your brother or sister in the church and you didn't see him or her today, how dare you accept to unite yourself with Christ and your brother or sister is not here? Go and bring him. has the love that Christ bestowed in our hearts to see the reality of the oneness of the body. It's not only significant by having branches and fruits. In Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 4, Saint Paul says, Who has chosen us in Him. Why? To be holy and blameless in love in Him. And we hear in every liturgy, but do you recognize how important it is? Abuna is saying at the very end of the day, the Holies are for the Holy. Yes. And you go and have communion. Is it true? Is it real? Or just... I, I can't stop myself from having communion. I would have trouble with my father or mother or wife or husband. Abuna would nag on me why I didn't have communion. You need to confess or you need to do whatever it is. No, it's the reality of the gift of God. Abuna is praying a silent prayer, I used to say it out loud. We ask the Holy Spirit at the time of the invocation of the Holy Spirit to tell him, Come upon us, descend upon us, please, deacons and uh, congregation, and upon these gifts. He's going to change repentant people, not churchgoers, into the holy ones. And he's going to change the bread and wine into the holies. And in the end, the Holies are for the Holy. Two miracles in one go. We believe very much as Orthodox that this is the real body of the Christ. Do you believe if you are repenting and confessing that you are the Holy One who is able to take the Holies or not? That's why the Church out of humility, immediately, the Church is screaming, one is the Holy Father, one is the Holy Son, this is not me. It is Him bestowing upon me something I don't deserve. Why? Because I choose to be in Christ. His divine power has given us everything that pertains to life and goodness. To be partakers of His divine nature, able to, to escape from the corruption of this world. Allah will say that ومؤمن لي المسيرة والطريق أنا كمان بقول أنت شخص مهم جدا عندي مهم في إيه؟ إنه قال إن كل غسط فيها يأتي لنقيت يأتي بثمر أكثر فيش حد في الكنيسة هيخش الملكوت الوحدة اللي بيقف فاكت كده الملكوت مخوش حد أن يبيه إليك تموال لسة اليمين ما عملاش في حاجة شاهدته وصراحه بعد اعترافه بالمسيح دخل ملايين ما لحقش يشوفهم بس دخلهم بالكلمتين اللي قالهم على الطريق فبيقول لي كده وبيقول لك داخل مع مين على اقل شيء الراجل اللي رسم كاهن في بيته يوم الاكليل مهتم بخلاص زوجته واولاده والام اللي يقول عليها كده في سفر الأمثال، أصحفتها دين، إنها تراقب طرق أهل بيتها، ده دوري ما مش هنحب أذيل عسكري وراهم، لكن أشوفهم ماشيين مشيين في مسيرة الله صح؟ ولا لا، وولي سألنا مرة تانية، الآية اللي قبل المفروض بتتقري في يوم الإكليل، الإكليل بنقرأ فيه أكسس خمسة من عددين وعشرين، أيها الرجال، أيها النساء أعطيعهم، لكن الآية اللي قبلها بتقول إيه؟ اخبعوا بعضكم لبعض ودي عمل ايه؟ في الرب عشان كده اهميه اهمية كل عضو بأنه مصمر ما فيش عضو حي ما بيصمرش وشيء يفرح ما يخوفش قوله اصنفه يا شيء عوني ما كنت مهمة مصمر الله بدي من النهاردة مش قوة دل. لأن القدرات اللي اللي هي قد وهبت لنا كل ما هو الحياه والدقوة for so we are efficient student his workmanship created in Christ it's a new creation. He the him in first second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21 If anyone in Christ is a new creation, don't say I'm old and bad I am failure. We choose every liturgy, every day, every month, every repentance to be a new life in Christ. And he adds again in Romans 5 for Romans 6, 4, you would say, to live the newness of life, it's a life full of newness and series of saying, upon the resurrection of Christ, we have received a new kind of life a risen life that's why the significant as he mentioned in Ephesians 2.10 for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus that's not the first creation for which sort of work, created in Christ Jesus, for good works he has prepared for us to walk in them I have a divine plan. Everyone of us has a divine plan. Are you fitting in your divine plan? Or you made your earthly and you are suffering and blaming God now. He is telling me, if you accept the newness of life, if you accept my plan which is prepared for you to walk in them, you have a very joyful life. Is it going to be a life without troubles? No. Without discrimination or persecution? No. But it's a joyful life. All the martyrs, as we spoke on Saturday, living a very joyful life in Christ, even trembling upon this. The very famous song we sing on the Resurrection, Christ is risen. Why? And He trembled this by this. And now he's thinking, are you still afraid of this? You are not enjoying the power of the resurrection yet. You are not enjoying that you have been created in Christ Jesus as a new creation and walking in a plan, a divine plan. God is telling you, you are significant and I am making a very special divine plan for you personally. عايز يقول لي كده انت مهم يا الدرجة ان عامل خطة خاصة لك انت الواحدة تقولك انت الواحدة يا الدرجة شفتها وعيش فيها وعيش بيها ولا بقولها عيشة خلاص ايام ونقضيها والكلام المؤذي للعالم نسعى يدخل جوانا ثلاث حاجات احنا مدعوين نحن نشوف ان احنا مقبولين في المسيح احنا مؤمنين لنا الطريق في المسيح ولنا اهمية خاصة وخطة خاصة we are called to be accepted, secured, significant in the kingdom of God. And we are not going to degrade our calling because we are called to be partakers of a heavenly calling. And now we need to speak in a minute. The connection between first talk and second. the first talk is telling us don't science of being a churchian or a Christian, and now you know what sort of a Christian I'm called to be. But you can easily say I started this way for a week or a month or a two, and then I went down again. I attended a conference, a spiritual day, and it was hard. And after a few days, I'm down again. What makes me? seeking or not seeking, going to this lukewarmness—that that is one thing the one thing is, I am not persevering in it when the church is telling me, here is the way, then take it seriously unfortunately we say, God is there, the church is open and I can do this at any time, no when you seek life, you seek the sources of life a real life of repentance A real life of confession A real union was Christ in the Christ, A real life and relationship with the absolute truth of the word of God So this, I read two days and then I stopped, why? And then you are asking why I am seeking this performance? Why I am converting myself once more from a Christian to a church? Because it is a commitment Without this commitment, we will receive nothing Every day, whether you are Joyful doing it or not, you eat For your physical body And your spirit needs a spiritual food every day Without it, you are gone to weather And you might die So the connection between both of them Is a sincerity and a perseverance in the way But I felt again after seeing rise the Bible says the righteous fall seven times a day and rise. He was called righteous not because falling seven times, but because rising seven times. ملتزم, ملتزم بقانون روحي، بصلاة كتاب ده وعي صحتا صدق دي عباره عن بلاغه روحيه انا اقولش بقى كلمه عادي وكل بيعمل كده مش هيدروش في نص ونص ما فيش كلام ده خالص الله بيدور على امناء مش كده بولس الرسول في التساوس الثانيه صح 2 يقول له بولس ايه اليس سمعتم مني ودي فين اوضعه اناس امناء عايز ناس اللي يختموه يبقوا امناء بتقوم مملكتو يبقوا امناء مش ماشي مش يبقى فبنى يدينا كنا نعمل نكون أمناء له كل يوم وكل يوم أول نمت الدائم نزل لكم الآن بلا بدين